to your Friday! You're listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and the occasional listener story. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> Keep singing. <laughs> I, I, had just, a fi- I just don't I, have all that I, energy. <laughs> no, you're fine. I had my first full week of work. Oh, how was that? Back. You know, it was okay, and I'm also going to say this. I am letting go of perfectionism. Good. That's a goal that I have set. That's my New Year's resolution that I've come up with this week. <laughs> um, because I'm tired of the people in charge setting impossible goals and in order for me to prove that I'm working when I'm at home, and I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to work like normal, like I would if I was at work, and they can kiss my ass. That's how I feel. If you want proof that I'm working, look at my scent box in my email. <laughs> look at the orders that I'm turning in. You will see that I'm working. I don't need to make 25 phone calls a day to people when all of my customers are 4-H offices and things that are closed. <laughs> I wouldn't get a hold of anyone anyway. Yeah. So I am not going to let that make me anxious anymore. So I let that go because that turned me into a terrible person at the beginning of the week. Yeah. And I was also sitting at I was also sitting at a little makeshift desk that I'd made out of TV trays <laughs> and a kitchen chair and I was in a lot of pain and it was making everything impossible. So I've been working in my bed. I know that's wrong, but I've been working in my no. bed. I mean, it's so whatever that I can, you need to do to be able to be comfortable I just and work. have to be comfortable. Yeah. I mean, the pain is real, you guys. You don't they don't tell you about that when you're pregnant. Yeah. But Everyone else, everyone else apparently gets to be super horny in their in their second trimester, and I get pain radiating through my pelvic bone so bad that it's radiating into my labia and making me not want anyone to touch me. Oh, so that's fun. <laughs> that's of course the, the the deck of cards I got dealt because <laughs> why wouldn't the Lord test me? <laughs> Y'all, we were having a conversation before we started, and we both have some questions for God that we would like for him we to do. answer. Oh, <laughs> uh, why? Why? I mean, that's fair, though. I will take this. I'm, I'm going to say this. My sister-in-law is pregnant with me right now, and uh-huh. she is so, so, so sick. She has been so sick through this whole pregnancy this time around. She was not sick like this with Kaylee. Oh. And... She has been so sick and trying to work from home and manage her four-year-old daughter because her husband got called back to work because they're apparently essential because they're a sign business. So they're making signs for everybody mm-hmm. all over the country that because everyone's trying to open up all at once. So, mm-hmm. of course, he's working crazy hours again. And it's just insane. I feel so bad for her. I bet and you know what? I will take. I will take my vagina pain over vomiting constantly because I fucking hate throwing up and I have made it my whole pregnancy without throwing up good so but I bet that it's a boy because normally when you're sick like that it's a boy it's both girl you never know I've read both both accounts but I have heard that boys are harder on your body like that so Mm -hmm. yeah it's my fingers crossed mine's a girl sorry (laughs) I shouldn't say that (laughs) We just have a really good name picked out for a girl, so I really want to use it. (laughs) (laughs) 
But it's fine. I'm happy either way, of course. Oh, yeah. And you never know. Uh, they they could get older and decide that they're the other. So, <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah. So, whatever. But it's fine. Um. Okay, well, what's... So, do you have anything you need to rant about? <laughs> this isn't a full episode, so we need to get started. But still, yeah. sorry I ranted for a couple minutes there. No, you're <laughs> good. Uh, I don't really have anything to rant about. I just... Um, the Lord is testing my patience, and finals <laughs> week is upon me, and I just need him yes. to cool it a little. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> I think he's teaching you how to say no. Yeah. And put up boundaries. <laughs> but the problem is, every time I say no, it does not go well for me. Which is why I tend to say yes when I mean no. <laughs> and Oh, honey. So, apparently, I'm, I'm not allowed to say no. Apparently, it's wrong for me to say no. No, you are um, allowed to say no. I, I know and that. you need to keep doing it. I, I know. I'm just... I'm just like, why is it so hard for people to respect when I say no and mean it? That's true. I, like, yeah. I don't... I mean... You know, I tell myself it's because I've been a doormat forever. And that's the problem. Fair. That's what I need to, like, get over. But at the same time, like, now that I'm saying no and setting these clear boundaries, people keep hounding me after it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't understand what you don't understand about the words no. I do not want to. Well, like- I have too many other things going on and I don't want to hang out with you because I don't like you. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It seems like you have to be mean. Yeah. And I know you don't have a mean bone in your body. And that's what makes it so frustrating. Because, like, you don't want to be mean. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, being nice isn't help, isn't getting through to you for some reason. Like, what? Yeah. I'm trying to be polite and not be a bitch. Yeah. But. <sighs> You're being pushy and weird. And I should be allowed to say no without having a bunch of repercussions for that. Exactly. Exactly. And like... Ugh, men. Yeah. (laughs) Men are fantastic. They're trash. Alexa just beeped. She agrees with me. Thank you, Alexa. (laughs) She knows. She She knows. knows. She knows. Yes. She's like... (laughs) It's okay, Alexa. She knows because all the men ever ask her are poop jokes and dirty jokes and all that shit. That's what Josh does. Uh, of course. He always walks by and he says, Alexa, tell me a dirty joke. (laughs) All the time. Of course. I think he looks up weird phrases online to try and, like, (laughs) test her. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, do you want to hear some stuff that's kind of delightful? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So, this is the story I texted you about the other uh, the other night, I guess it was. Um, and I just... I'm not going to read the title. Um, but it was on penlive.com. Some, that's some news station. By Deb Kenner. So, mm-hmm. Utah Highway Patrol said on Twitter that one of their officers pulled over a suspected impaired driver recently. Nothing unusual. That is, until the officer met the driver. Oh, God. 
The five-year-old boy told the officer he was headed to California where he planned to buy a Lamborghini with the $3 he had in his wallet. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god, that's the purest thing I've ever heard. Oh right? no! And like, I was, <laughs> I was watching the video of, of that this cop had from his dash cam of this kid driving, and he actually wasn't doing that bad. Like, I was oh pretty impressed. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, Utah, the Utah Highway Patrol officer said he left home after an argument with his mom in which she told him she would not buy him a Lamborghini. He decided he'd take the car and go to, the Cali- go to California to buy one himself. <laughs> this is the only place you can buy a Lamborghini. Yeah. Apparently his sister in California. Yeah, apparently his sister lived there, so he was like gonna go oh, have his sister help okay. him. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> he might have been Solid short plan, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> he might have been short on the purchase amount as he only had three dollars in his wallet. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have enough gas to get there either. Promise. No, <laughs> poor baby. The officer told the Associated Press that the boy was sitting on the edge of the seat so he could reach the brake pedal. The officer said mm-hmm. he helped the child put the car into park. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. His da- poor mom. I know, right? <laughs> oh god. Dash cam video shows the boy pulling to the side of the road when the trooper comes up behind him with sirens and lights. In the video, the trooper says... He even pulled over? He pulled over. <laughs> He pulled over and stopped the car. He knew. <laughs> oh, weird. I wonder if his mom got pulled over a lot so he knew what to do. I wonder. That's so crazy. <laughs> In the video, the trooper says, how old are you? You're five years old? Wow. Okay. Where did you learn how to drive a car? You can talk to me. It's okay. <laughs> what? What's your name? Do you know your phone number? You don't know. Okay. oh no buddy (laughs) the trooper indicated he was having difficulty hearing the boy overpassing traffic where did you get the car whose car is it it's your mom's car at home where's home where are you going to where are you driving to (laughs) and where does your sister live california well okay you just sit right there for me a second okay (laughs) just sit sit tight buddy oh no poor baby (laughs) He just wanted a Lamborghini. <laughs> I just wanted it. Oh my god. Oh. It totally sounds Oh goodness. Sorry, I don't know why I yawned like that. Mm. Oh, you're okay. It totally sounds like something I would have done <laughs> when I was his age. I absolutely I did a version of that. Oh yeah. Yeah, my friend told me that we could that I could come and live with her. Mhm. Or we were going to run away together or something like that and we needed to meet up the next morning before school mm-hmm. and so i walk i i waited till my mom was in the shower grabbed my backpack and went to walk to her house oh my god down the uh down the highway yeah she was on my bus route so i knew where where her house was but it was way it turns out that it's way further to walk places than drive there so <laughs> i thought it was like really close uh-huh <laughs> and it it wasn't that close. It, it was, was like not. a two-minute drive, but like you know, that's like a thirty-minute walk for a five-year-old. Yeah. Maybe an hour walk for a five-year-old. Oh my god! And a teacher, a teacher at my school saw me walking and 
Yeah. And of course. They snitched. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, uh, where are you going? <laughs> she, oh, my God. It was so bad. Oh, wow. I, w- I had her take me to my friend's house, actually. She was like, where are you going? Do you want to ride? <laughs> and so I got in the car with her, and I, I told her where to go, and I went to my friend's house, and I knocked, and nobody was home, of course, because everybody was at work and school. Oh, no. And then we were driving back, and my mom, I saw my mom on the side of the road with a group of people, and I was like, oh, there's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and so she pulled over and... I don't think my mom's ever hugged me that tight in my entire life. She was freaking out. Oh. Needless to say, I did not go to school that day. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, your poor mother. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I gave her a heart attack. And there was a news, there was a story about it in the paper the next day. (laughs) Of course there was. She kept it. brings it up anytime you guys have an argument oh yeah oh, yeah, well do you remember she did that yes <laughs> pulls out the newspaper clipping <laughs> yeah well i did then i also i mean the wizard of oz was my favorite movie so running away was like in me yeah you know what i'm saying yeah it's like in my head as like a real possibility and everything's fine at the end you have a glorious adventure and then you're home mm-hmm. right <laughs> that's how it works yeah Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, it does. Um, Okay. So, this next one is why I don't... Auntie M never gave a shit about Dorothy running away, just so everyone's (laughs) clear. She did not, and that was a problem. Yeah. Um, No one was scared. So, this is from the New York Daily News uh, by David Matthews, and um, this is why I don't want to live in this state anymore. Oh, no, what? A Kentucky woman cuts hole in masks to make it easier to breathe. Mm! Yes, I saw this on Instagram. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, Sarah sent this to me on Instagram. I've seen this video. Uh Uh-huh, me too. That's (laughs) good. This I poor guy. could not handle it. I don't know how he got his camera up so fast. But was, hers is like a legit surgical mask, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. This woman. Sorry. I'll let you continue. Oh, it's okay. A Kentucky woman. We need woman- to find a way to post this on our, uh, on our Instagram. Yeah. A Kentucky woman was <laughs> caught on video shopping with a hole cut in the middle of her protective mask, which she claimed made it easier to breathe. And uh, in the video, Joe Salmon, a gas station clerk at SJ Food Mart in Lexington, sees a woman entering the shop with a torn mask. Where did you get that mask from? He asks the woman when she approaches the counter. (laughs) Well, since we have to wear them and it makes it hard to breathe, this makes it a lot easier to breathe, she replies. Cutting it? The clerk replies, yeah, I'll do that too. Thanks for the advice. I would not have been able to hold that shit together. I don't know how he was like, oh, yeah, thanks. I would have been like, you know, that completely defeats the purpose, right? (laughs) It it truly, it's not like a homemade mask. It is a like legit surgical mask that all of us would kill to have. And she's cut a hole right, just like a sliver, like right over where her nose is and like 
her mouth the, the tiniest little like hitler stash of her mouth yeah and it's like so you've literally completely destroyed this mask <laughs> and i hope you're happy being all over the news because you're a fucking idiot mm-hmm <laughs> and the thing that kills me is that she's probably around the age where she would be at risk who did yes. who let her go out like this <laughs> i don't know who who did this to her that seems like a a harebrained idea hatched alone in isolation with no one. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Look what I did. I fixed it. <laughs> I can breathe now. now. I can breathe. Yeah. Except that <laughs> you can take it off your face in the car and the 10 <laughs> seconds that you have to come into the gas station, y- you can be a little muffled, honey. Like, yeah. <laughs> how do you think surgeons do it for 12 hours? <laughs> Oh, my God. You learn to deal with it. Like, you'll be fine. Seriously. You're not going to die. It's fine. Yeah. All right. So this last one. Yeah, I saw that. She sent that to me and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Oh, and they left this out in your article. She also like sticks her head under the sneeze guard thing that they have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To talk to him. So she's cut a hole in her mask and stuck her head under the guard because <laughs> he's got like plexiglass guards all around his booth mm-hmm. so that he doesn't so that he's not exposed you know so he's yeah. protected and she, of course there's got to be an opening so you can give money can exchange money and yeah and so he can ring your shit up and yeah she sticks her head under it to look at him with her hole in her mask spewing her germs everywhere oh my god I promise we're not all like that. <laughs> we're not. No. <sighs> that woman. She's a class A idiot. Yeah. <sighs> well, if you're going to make me wear it's just such an attitude. It's this attitude that everyone's having of, why am I going to have to wear a mask everywhere? Why do I have to do that? And it's like, well, because you're not the only person being affected, first yeah. of all. And this just seems like something indignant born out of, well, if I have to wear it, then I'm going to cut a hole out of it and make it stupid so that at least I'm comfortable. Like, that's not the point. Comfort isn't the point. The point is that you're protecting everyone around you. The people that have to be at retail places who could be medically compromised or live with medically compromised people need you to be responsible. Exactly. And the business doesn't want to get sued if they're exposed from being at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh! Exactly. I hate it. And people are just so fucking it dumb. It all seems... It really all seems to be people like our parents' age and older, too, that are that are doing this. And I don't understand it. At all. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's all fine. I'm. This is why I'm not leaving my house <laughs> until, like, February. Yeah, and don't blame you. <laughs> Uh, so this last one is just heartwarming. Um, okay. <laughs> couple hosts pants optional wedding on Zoom amid lockdown. <laughs> what? <laughs> the one thing Mark wanted to make sure was on the invite was that pants were optional, says Jen. Um, That's so funny. <laughs> Mark Van Name and Jen O'Leary of New York City had been planning their wedding for months when the coronavirus pandemic began shutting down much of the city. 
The couple had planned to get married in a church, followed by a big reception, but as the state went under lockdown to contain the spread of the highly contagious disease, they decided to postpone the ceremony to September. Still, they were disappointed at not being able to marry on the date that they had originally planned. And so... My cousin did this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she just did this. That's so sweet. So, um, yeah, they post. They were supposed to get married April 24th, mm-hmm. and then they rescheduled it to December 19th, and then they decided that they didn't want to wait, so they went ahead and got married in their backyard. Yeah. It was really sweet, yeah. So, they're, I think they're still going to do, like, the reception or whatever in mm-hmm. December, but, I mean, we won't be able to go, so. See, I think that this is just, I like this a whole lot better. I think that this will yeah. be better for people. Like, in the future, anyway. Like, I, I think it's safer. It's way less money. You know, it's not... That's true. Except that it's fun to celebrate with your family and friends. Well, absolutely it is. So. But, like, you don't have to <laughs> throw a shit ton of money at the... I don't know. Yeah. It's just... Uh, I, I also have two family members before the quarantine too you know that right they were like hey no like let's just have like our five best friends and we'll do it in a cliff my friend did this actually she at work she um uh when was it i think last summer or this past fall she and her she and her husband now husband uh they took a trip to colorado and um eloped on just a cliff like they took all their shit and her wedding dress and everything and they it was just the two of them a mm-hmm. photographer and their officiant yeah. they got married like in the rocky mountains in colorado and they like uh facebook lived it to their parents yeah yeah so people are already doing that <laughs> i know that's already still an option i know <laughs> i just think this was cute it is cute you know that everyone is not going to do this once they're allowed to have weddings again. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I know that. I just, Okay. <laughs> I just think this is a good option for me. Oh, yeah. Maybe because I don't... Sure. I don't know if I want... Because you don't want to invite anybody? <laughs> not that I don't want to invite anybody, but it's just... That's a lot of... I don't know. You can still keep it simple and still invite people. Yeah, I know. There's plenty of ways. It's very easy, actually. You're just worried just that I'm not going to invite you. <laughs> I'm yeah, 100% I am, going to invite you. Because you're being mean to yourself. <laughs> you're like, I don't have any friends to invite. No. Fuck you. That's not <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> I said I have two family members. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and That's funny. I've got a lot of friends. And all of my friends are very nervous and anxious people. <laughs> and so maybe this <laughs> would be fair. the best option. But there will be alcohol. <laughs> alcohol is helpful for that. I know. Hmm. It'll be fine. <laughs> We're going to make you celebrate, so stop it. Okay, continue your story. Carrie's going to plan my wedding. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yep. <laughs> um but anyway so new york was allowed to obtain marriage license licenses remotely and they good like this couple decided to go ahead and have the ceremony over zoom um 
And he just thought it was funny to put on the invite that pants were optional because all you're going to see on <laughs> Zoom is people's faces. Right. So. <laughs> That's really cute. Right. Um, so the couple called council member Van Bremer's office for information who offered to marry them in his backyard. And so when the big day dawned, Mark and Jen put on their wedding finery, plus mask and gloves, and walked to his home. And there the couple put their laptop on their laptop on a stack of books so their friends and family could watch the ceremony which took place keeping social distancing norms in mind um according to buzzfeed news their friends joined them virtually wearing tuxedos on top and shorts on the bottom more than a hundred people joined the video call to watch the short and sweet ceremony which council member van brammer conducted standing 10 feet away from them um and they're still going to have a big party later. Right. Um, Once everything's chill. Yeah. But um, after the ceremony, the couple cut a cake that Jen baked, chatted with friends and family members, and ordered Greek food for a fancy wedding dinner. The most important part of a nice. wedding day is marrying your person, said Jen. We were still exactly. able to do that. Exactly. See, that's what gets lost a lot of time. You get lost in the perfection of the day. Mm-hmm. And the... And all the flowers being right and all of that stuff, which, I mean, that's that stuff's important. But really what you need to get. But the priority is to marry the person. Yeah. That you want to marry. That's the priority. Yep. Yeah. That was cute. Right. I thought that those were just adorable. So. All right. Well, I've got a doozy for us. So uh, let's take a break. Okay. All right, so I was in a place. Oh, no. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> um, well, I've, I, I found something disgusting, and I'm excited about it, and I think you're going to hate it, but... um. It made me laugh. So, um, <laughs> so this is, of course, a mental floss article called uh, What Did People Use Before Toilet Paper? No, uh, you're not was, doing this to me. Uh-huh. It was by, it's by Brian Dugan, and it was published February 21st. Of course February it was. 21st. Yes, Dugan. it was published tw- February 21st, um, 2013, and it's been updated March 13th of this year, so... Because, of course. Good. It, so it's it recent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good and recent. So, um, <laughs> you ready? <sighs> All right. Just continue. So you, it sounds like you're ready. <laughs> um, so using the bathroom has come a long way from when ancient Greeks used stones and pieces of clay for personal hygiene. Toilet paper is one of those things that often gets taken for granted in modern times, except for places Charmin has yet to infiltrate. (laughs) This is definitely one of those unavoidable things in life. So through many centuries and in many cultures, everyone had their own method of staying clean. Ancient Romans were a bit more sophisticated than the the Greeks when it came to cleansing. They Mm -hmm. opted for a sponge on the end of a long stick that was shared by everyone in the community. No. uh... Why did disease spread so rampantly? (sighs) Maybe lay down. 
Sorry, guys. My dog needed to come in here. <laughs> Hi, baby. Um, when not in use, that stick stayed in a bucket of heavily salted seawater in the communal bathroom. Uh. So, salt water kills germs. That's fair. That's antibacterial. Um... But everybody was using it. That's still super gross. Uh, the public facilities were also equipped with a long marble bench with holes carved out for, well, you you know what they were carved out for, and um, <laughs> and holes at the front for your sponge on a stick to slide through. <laughs> Romans didn't have dividing walls either, so you sat right next to that cute girl from the insulae down the road. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Around 1391, during the Song Dynasty, a Chinese emperor decreed that large two-foot by three-foot paper sheets must be made for his toilet time. Thank you. That's, that's huge. Uh, that's yeah. huge, though. Uh, until well, I then, get it. People in, <laughs> until then, people in China just used random paper products. <laughs> You have a book? Give it. <laughs> In colonial America, things were, weren't much more advanced. After settlers left Great Britain for the colonies, the best things they could find were... What do you think? Poison ivy. No. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> it would be. I don't, you know what they used? I don't know. Corn cobs. Uh, Hammy, no! Poor buddy. Sorry about that. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> so after the settlers left Great Britain for the colonies, the best things they could find were corn cobs. Ouch! Of course. <laughs> it wasn't until later that they realized they could use old newspapers and catalogs. Why wasn't that your first thing? <laughs> Your first thing was let me grab this food <laughs> that looks like a rough I mean corn cob yeah <laughs> and rub it on my butthole. <laughs> what? Ow. In fact in fact the reason there was a hole through the corner of the old farmer's almanac was so people would be able to hang it on a hook in their outhouses. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> I find that hilarious. Oh, Lord. Even though Queen Elizabeth I's godson invented the first flush toilets in 1596, commercially produced toilet paper didn't begin circulating until 1857. Mm. Quilted Northern, formerly Northern Tissue, ad advertised as late as 1935 that their toilet paper was splinter-free. Oh... Since the company is still big in the multiple ply, multiple billion, multi-billion dollar industry today, the marketing plan must have been a success. Splinter-free toilet paper was obviously in high demand. <laughs> oh my goodness. There were splinters in the paper. <laughs> you of can course. get splinters in your butthole. Oh. <laughs> Toilet oh. paper's appeal. Oh my god, could you imagine using something that gave you toilet that gave you splinters all in your vagina? Oh god, no. 
or the outside part not like you're no one shoves toilet paper up their vagina but you know what i mean yeah oh my god no thanks (laughs) pussy splinters um toilet paper's appeal is not universal however many in india use the left hand and bucket of water method no thanks no no (laughs) i will take a bidet any other any day though but that is not what that is yeah (laughs) that's a that's a scrape and dunk today we can we can buy luxury bathroom accessories like portable bidets toilet stools and toilet rolls specifically for millennials so there's no going back to the brush on a stick days (laughs) no no thank you Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Everyone <laughs> should get a bidet. I would like one, but I don't know how much I would trust it. Why? I would still feel wet, I would think. Well, yeah, you have to dry yourself off. Well, yeah, I mean, but then what's the point of it? What's more sanitary? Like, if you were to touch a piece of poop with your hand, would you scrape it off with a piece of dry toilet paper and be like, we're good? Oh, no. Well, like... No, you would wash your hands. So it's like a little bath for your butt every time. Huh. And then you just dab yourself dry with a little towel right there, and then and then you're done. And then we don't have, you know, toilet paper peelings stuck in our in our labia and chafing on our buttholes and you know that's real right now for me especially as someone who uses i have to use the bathroom all the time and i'm like sore from wiping (laughs) (laughs) i we've had to get like shitty toilet paper so it's been leaving shit like all over and i don't like it Uh uh-huh it's not great yeah. I used I used a bidet in France. They are glorious. And it's not toilet water. Like it's fresh water. Oh, it's well, not, yeah. It doesn't pull water from your toilet bowl. I think that's what people don't understand. Um bidets are lovely. <laughs> I mean, imagine if you could like shower off and actually clean your pussy after you pee. Yeah. Cuz like I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sorry, this is about to get kind of graphic, but like <laughs> sometimes it's feels kind of gross to let somebody go down on you yeah and i mean men and women in general you know mm-hmm. when you've been out and about in the world all day mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel a lot more comfortable right after i've had a shower so imagine if you had a little pussy shower and a little butthole shower every time you went to the bathroom and it was super quick and it got you really good and 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 fresh yeah. Especially in the summer. Like, I mean, when oh, yeah. like, vag sweat is real and butt sweat is real. Like, oh, it's just delightful, you guys. And it's so much more sanitary and it's better for your plumbing because you're not using toilet paper. Mm-hmm. It's just great. You just keep a little, little stack of, like, reusable napkins, kind of, like cloth napkins. That's mm-hmm. what they used in, in France. It was like a little stack of a cloth napkins and you put them in a little bin and then someone launders them all Hmm. which i mean you're clean when you dab yourself off it's not like they're covered in poop you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're great i'm texting my mom right now it was like a thousand degrees outside (laughs) 
You can get some that attach to your toilet. Yeah. I'm looking at yeah. them right now, actually. <laughs> I think there's one um, that they're sponsored by on Armchair Expert that you could probably find a promo code for. Hmm. You so, see, there's this but, one yeah. that I just found that's a spa warm water bidet toilet attachment. It's $109. Yeah, that would be my fear, that it would be like... It would be cold. It was what? It's $109, which doesn't sound too bad. I didn't hear you because our phones cut out right when oh. you said the number. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's $109. I clicked on it. Oh, that's it. not bad. Yeah, I clicked on it and it says, when will my shit shift? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I love that. And it's got oh, free goodness. shipping. Huh. I think there's cheaper ones than that. Yeah, but this is nice. It, it is like nice. It's a spa one. <laughs> You're like, ooh, there's a spa. Yeah. A spa for my tushy. Yeah. It, that's the brand. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, is it tushy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the one that they have a promo code for. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> it's in one of the Monica and Jess episodes. Oh, she just wow. did it. I just listened to it and I was like, you know, we really should get one of those. Yeah. Then when there's a toilet paper shortage, you don't have to panic because you don't use toilet paper. Yep. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. (laughs) Sorry, we are not getting paid by any bidet company. (laughs) No, we are not. I just have always wanted one because they're delightful. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you're staying safe. I hope this has brought you a little bit of a laugh and some food for thought. And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout-out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.